The Trail, 1833, KDTRFM, Florence, Missoula, locally owned and locally operated by the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Happy 12 o'clock. I'm Alanya. It's Monday, April 15th. We are just flying through the month, halfway uh, almost to May. Yeah, wow. We're just, uh, yeah, we're flying. But. We're excited to uh, kick off Earth Week now on the Trail Lunchbox. A week from today is actually Earth Day. And so I'm so excited for this. Uh, all week long, I'll be inviting various community members here in the studio on the Trail Lunchbox to talk about their unique efforts to create a more sustainable Missoula. Not only is this a personal um, part of my life and creating the sustainable life, but also I think it's my duty as a radio host, as a member of this community, to give uh, a platform um, to share these stories, to share this information with those that are also interested in uh, making sustainability a priority in their life. Uh, but first, I want to give a big shout out to The Trough for sponsoring the Trail Lunchbox. Great restaurant in the Target Range area, 2106 Clements Road. They serve breakfast, lunch and dinner. Check it out. That is The Trough sponsors of the Trail Lunchbox. So today, to kick off uh, my Earth Week celebration, I have invited Lee Tavener into the studio. He is from Solar Plexus here in Missoula. Um, and you can find out more about Solar Plexus at solarplexus1, that's the number, dot com. Lee, how are you doing? Good. Thanks so much for stopping by. So uh, why don't you just tell us a little, little bit about yourself and how you kind of got into the world of renewable energy? Um, well, I was um, born and raised on a ranch in Deer Lodge, um, and then after I went away to school, came back and um, ended up living in Maxville, Montana, where I put together a hydroelectric plant. And after that, I got more interested in the solar and uh, came to Missoula and started a, a solar business here um, along with Mary Hamilton in uh, 1994. So we were doing solar way at the beginning when there was not much solar going on. And so if someone was just interested in starting their sol their journey to incorporating solar energy into their life, uh, what are some of the first steps that you would take with someone to sort of talk them through this? Well, the beginning would be to see what kind of loads they have, um, what their electrical loads are, to try to get a, a measure of what kind of a size system might work. And then uh, we'd take a look at the roof of their house. We can do that on Google as well as uh, in person and get an idea of what the roof space is and whether that's the best place to put solar. Um, so those would be the first steps. And then from that, we can put together and do often estimates for people so that they get an idea of what the, what the cost is uh, to do solar that would and how much of it of their bill it would offset. So you would be able to kind of look at what they're spending on their energy bill and what they, how solar could kind of offset that. And you could figure out those numbers right. prior to even plugging anything in or setting anything up. <clears throat> That's right. We do that on a regular basis. And a lot of times people will either call in or email in. And okay. in response to that, uh, we can look at, the, the, at their home on Google and see how the solar is going to fit on it. And, and then uh, if they can send us a copy of their uh, power bill, then we can tell them what kind of a solar system it would take to offset that um, and um, how that's going to fit on their house. So really just getting the conversation started, reaching out to uh, a business like yours is the first kind of way to, and you guys are able to answer a lot of those initial questions and do a lot of it just 
by Google Earth. Yeah, that's which right. Is awesome. we can, they can look us up on the on our on our website, um, and that'll uh, get them started with because there's information and so forth there. And then give us a call or give us an email and just say that you're interested, and then um, we'll kind of go through with you um, what we need in terms of a copy of a, a power bill or something like that. Um, to get started and then the address so that we can look it up. And, and with those two pieces of information, we can give them a pretty good idea and, and do for free an estimate of, of what a system would be like. That's pretty awesome. So you hear that, Missoula? If you are interested in uh, learning a little bit little bit more about solar energy and how it could um, possibly help your business or residents, um, you can uh, do this with Solar Plexus. Their website, again, is solarplexus1, that's the number, dot com. Uh, so this is something that's been in my mind, too. What about the months November and December and January when sometimes we don't feel that the sun is with us as much? Um, how does that kind of work? Well, it's true that there's not as much sun in the wintertime as there is in the summer. Um, and the way that it works now with net metering is that you can produce uh, more more power in the summer. Um, and summer is when the, the peak is on for Northwestern Energy. They need a lot of power for air conditioning. Um, and most of the utilities in Montana do. Um, so we can overproduce and actually produce more with solar in the summertime than we use. And then that works as a credit, at least for one year, um, against the wintertime. So you can bank the summer um, towards the winter use. Wow. Do you guys handle all of that? I mean, who who writes down the metering? Is that something that the um, that the homeowner is responsible for? Is that something Northwestern Energy? Well, that's all set up as part of the net metering program. Okay. You need to make an application to Northwestern Energy, and then they have a, a special meter they put in that measures um, how much power is pr- produced by the solar and how much of uh, – so that solar power is actually used by the home unless it produces more than the home is using, and that and in that case it goes back into the grid – um, and it's credited um, um, so that later on you can use that uh, same power back. That's pretty awesome. That truly is renewable energy right there. Um, uh, so another, when I was reading a little bit more about your background online, um, hydro the hydro plant was something that came up a lot. Do you want to explain what a hydro plant is and kind of how you got involved and, and what your involvement is currently? Yeah, the, the hydro plant was something that was um, a pretty common earlier on when, when the PURPA law first um, meant that if you did something with renewable energy, then the uh, local power company was required to buy that energy. Um, and this um, was way, way back. So in 1988, um, I looked for a spot that would do hydroelectric and developed a project um, uh, in in the uh, Granite County um, and developed a project that produced quite a bit of power. It was on uh, a federal land. It was on Forest Service land, so there was a special use permit involved. And, and there's also a FERC, uh, Federal Energy Regulatory Commission license required. And all that we got in place and then built the project, and it's a 500-kilowatt project. Um, it varies like uh, solar um, because there's no dam or anything, it's called run of the river. And so it uses water from the stream. There's no fish in the stream, so there's no fish involved. And it just keeps producing power. Um, 
and it's running now. It's running good and uh, has been ever since uh, we went online in 1988. And um, do you guys, if someone is interested in learning a little bit more about hi- uh, building a hydro plant or has a space, is that something that Solar Plexus or you personally can help sort of have that person sure. navigate? Both Solar Plexus and, and I personally would, would help you with that. Um, we have put in other projects for other people um, and various sizes up to 30 kW. Um, but um, a lot of them are smaller projects where it's just a small stream hmm. um, and usually a run of the river, no dams involved. Um, but we're, we give advice on that. It's not quite as common as it used to be, but there's still people with sites that are good and, and we're more than willing to talk, talk you through it and then advise as to how, how best to proceed. And then if you want to do a project, we can uh, order the equipment and put it together for you. I'm talking with Lee Tavener from Solar Plexus about the world of solar, using the sun to power your house, to power your life, and also using the rivers and streams that we have, um, you know, the natural resources to power our life. Um, What is one thing that you would say to someone who is possibly thinking about solar but isn't sure if they want to make the jump yet? Like, what is the one thing that you find that really just hooks people and that they're able to understand why it's so important? Well, I think one of the things that's the best about solar is that it's something that you produce on your own property. It's something that you, it's electricity that you make on site. So the length of the transmission line for that power is uh, like about 30 feet. And so that part of it, I think, is real good. And it's an exciting chance for everyone really to get a chance to produce their own power and then integrate it with with the electrical system that's here. It's a way to create your own sustainability culture within your home, within your business. Um, and personally, it's it's something I've been really excited to learn a little bit more. And I appreciate your time here to talk about this. And uh, I encourage anyone who wants to learn a little bit more about the world of solar energy or, or hydro plants to check out Solar Plexus. Um, you can visit them online, Solar Plexus number one.com they also uh have a location here in missoula just across the street from subaru at 1605 stevens and uh, you can find all the details online um thank you so much lee for stopping by thank you for inviting me in absolutely and uh, this is uh, day one of our week of going green on the trail lunchbox and uh next week or excuse me tomorrow i'm going to be joined by lane and emmy of the good food store they're going to be uh, telling us about their relationships with local farmers, uh, the Clark Fork cleanup, and also Mud's Earth Day event. Uh, actually, the song right now called Solar Plexus, so we're going to get into that. It's the motet. It's on the trail lunchbox.